Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Wendy Sellers, the HR lady here with JC and our special guest, Nicole Griffin. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Nicole. Hi. Wendy, it seems like we were just talking moments ago. Yeah, and we were. (laughs) So this is episode two of five for the best practices for fast fast growth companies who are exploding and really need to put in some HR practices. Uh, What we want to talk about right now is, you know, Nicole and I both have experience, a lot of experience with startup companies and small companies, Um, probably got more experience than we ever wanted in the past couple of years during the pandemic. And I think the biggest thing from our perspective, uh, from the HR perspective is fast growth companies are so laser focused on their clients that they kind of forget about their employees. What do you think, Nicole? Absolutely. I, I agree, Wendy. It's oftentimes the, the focus is on the customers and the services and the clients. However, without those happy uh, managers and employees, we don't have happy customers <laughs> or services to offer. So uh, I, I think, yeah, taking that time to invest in your management, your leadership team, and your people is critical to having a competitive advantage in in this time in in 2022 and beyond and engaging those employees in your workforce and your managers. Wendy, Nicole, it's been said before that all managers need to be trained to align with your desired culture and comply with the laws. You know, a focus on your people could be key. And if you get it wrong, you could expect turnover and even lawsuits. Do you agree with that? (laughs) Yes, 1,000%. It's interesting that um, with small businesses, they're usually very passionate and an expert at whatever it is that they're making or creating. And for whatever reason, and I don't mean this in a negative way, I think it's just out of sight, out of mind. They just don't think that the laws or whatever apply to them. Um, it's not like they're saying, oh, I'm better. They just go, oh, that's for big companies. That's not for us. Right, Nicole? Yeah. Or they're just not even aware of the laws, Wendy. So they don't know what their federal, state, and local laws are that they're supposed to be adhering to as managers. Nicole, that could be vastly different from state to state as well. Isn't that right? Absolutely. Yeah. And in, in some states, uh, you're required by law to pay out PTO or to give sick leave to employees. And if you're not aware of these laws, you could be violating them and, and, and not even knowing that you're doing so as a manager, or as a company. Yeah. And it's really big in today's work from home environment. You know, not everybody's working from home, but whether you're expanding as a business uh, remotely or physically, once you cross not even state lines, in some case, just city or county lines, and you have an office over there or an employee working from home over there, you may have vastly different laws. Like you said, if somebody leaves in some states and then in, even down to some city, cities, 
you may have to hand them a check that day. And you didn't know that. And now you just violated a law. For anyone listening that's not aware, though, PTO, that's not the Pacific Coast Temecula Orchestra. That's personal time (laughs) off. And talking about key things like that, according to McLean & Company, leadership competencies are of top importance in 2022. Drastic changes to the world of work over the last few years have highlighted the critically important need for leadership. And they've also revealed many gaps in leadership competencies. Nicole, I know you got a lot to talk about in regards to that. Yeah, absolutely. With startups and sometimes small and mid-sized businesses, one of the amazing things they do is they promote from within, which is wonderful for their employees. However, these employees who are now new managers and leaders don't have necessarily the training to be in that role. And so when they don't have the training, they, they're, they're not sure how to engage their team. And oftentimes we find that teams that are highly engaged, they have a competitive advantage and that leads to higher profitability for a company. So yeah, absolutely. The, uh, the lack of, of leadership and management training is it happens in so many organizations that I've worked with. Yeah, it's definitely um, talking about the higher profitability because, I mean, that's what everybody cares about, right? I mean, we're even nonprofits, we're in this for a reason. We have to make money to pay the bills, to pay our employees, to if, even if you're in a nonprofit or a government to help the community. But, you know, the Association for Talent Development uh, even has a lot of quotes out there in, in statistics that says if you have comprehensive training programs for employees, period, not just for managers, But for employees, period, you're going to have 218% higher income per employee than those without. That's huge. Yeah. That is huge. That's 118% more than 100%. (laughs) Yes, it is. Wow. But you know what? The thing is, like, you know, a big part of my business is training. Um, Nicole is more of the hands on HR function and I'm much more of training, training, training. And that's why we work well together. But if you're thinking I can't afford training, think about what the Association for Talent Development is saying. And they're saying your your profit and your income is going to be higher. And so you're going to pay for yourself and you're going to stay out of court, especially when you're training your managers like, hey, you can't ask that in an interview. Or you can't take that action on it, somebody with a disability. Or yes, we do have to follow the FMLA. We're a small company, but we're still 55 employees. And if we don't, this was what this what is what happens, including fines and you know, up to the point of even getting shut down. Employers yeah. investing in learning and development indicate increases to employee productivity and engagement, and that leads to increased profitability, just like she's talking. A recent Dale Carnegie survey discovered companies with engaged employees outperform those without by up to 202%. And once again, that's 102% above 100. <laughs> you cracked me. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. This is for fun. It is true, though. You know, this employee engagement seems to be a buzzword. But it's not, you know, it's it's really not. I mean, whatever you want to call it, if you don't have employees that know where the company's going, which means somebody has to explain it to them and says, yeah, put me in coach, I'm there with you. 
doesn't mean you're burning them out, doesn't mean you're taking advantage of them, but you're saying this is the way we're going and this is why we're making X, Y, Z decisions. You're going to make more money in the end. But these fast growth startup companies, they don't, I don't think they intentionally ignore it. They just don't put it as a priority. They say, hey, we hired good people. They'll just figure it out. It's not the way it works. Yeah. And I, I've worked with clients who realized I need to start investing more in my managers and in my employees, uh, setting up special certifications for certain companies I work with for their employees so that uh, their employees are learning and growing. And that keeps their millennial generation and Gen Z and any generation engaged. And then that in turn leads to happy customers. So you have more knowledgeable employees and then your customers are happier because you have these knowledgeable, engaged employees. Nicole, absolutely. I've got a question for you on this. Um, From that leadership perspective, if you're looking to dip your toe in those waters and, and enhance the training available to your managers, don't you also run the risk of disenfranchising some managers that may have been there for a long time? maybe with the golden handcuffs locked in that middle managerial position, frozen, not moving forward, right? Maybe they're adverse to change. How do you help move that needle from A to B in those instances when you're introducing a new training curriculum like this? How do you build that trust? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, oftentimes, you can you can do surveys if you'd like to find out what hey, what is my leadership team looking for? What skill gaps do we need to to take a look at as a leadership team? And someone who's been in a role for a long time, that's another thing when you're looking at your culture. Do you want someone there who wants to continue learning and growing? Because even if we've been in a position for a very long time, it doesn't mean we know everything about management and leadership. And there's always new methods of leadership and, and coaching out there. Uh, to take a look at. So I think it's getting the buy-in of those leaders that have been there a long time and uh, really working towards finding out, hey, what are you looking for in in our training program so that we develop a training program that's going to appeal to you? And and even taking that a a step further of saying, hey, managers who have been here a while, um, what are you looking for and what can you help us train on? So engaging them in that way, saying you're the expert at this. So help us train the other people. One of those things that they need to be trained on, if they're a lead, if they're a supervisor or manager or director is ongoing feedback. And so we're going to talk about that in a minute in our next episode. We'll be right back. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.